بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا قم بعده Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us Ramadan al-Kareem in good health and iman and free time. There are three uh, major requirements for us to truly benefit from Ramadan is good health and of course iman and also the time. We ask Allah for all of this inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us why he sends this day, this month for us. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyamu kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattakum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means, O you believe, we have prescribed, fasting has been prescribed on you as it was prescribed on those before you. Limada? La'allakum tattakum. So that you may become muttakun. So the first and foremost thing that I remind myself and you about is to reflect on this and think about this and not just go into Ramadan as a date change. I always say this in the khutbah before Ramadan which will be not this Jummah but the Jummah after this one, the last Jummah of Shaban. I always ask this question, I say are we going into Ramadan or will Ramadan come into us? Because if we are going into Ramadan because of the date change, then after 29 or 30 days, we go, we go out of Ramadan. So it was a month, month past. But if Ramadan enters us, then inshallah, Ramadan will remain with us. We ask Allah to keep this until we die, inshallah. So what is the meaning of saying Ramadan enters into me? Is, If we become muttaqoon. So Ramadan al-Kareem is... We should see it like a boot camp, like a train, like an intensive immersion training course of one month, right? Where we do nothing but this. Which is what? Nothing but reflecting on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your story. Do it in the in the salah. Do it outside the salah. Walking, talking, driving. Talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like you talk to anybody else. Ta'ala But the, the issue of speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we, the, one of the problems, one of the many, may Allah protect us, we have so many problems, but one of the big problems that we have is that we have reduced the ta'alluq with Allah into a set of ritual pieces of worship. So I have ta'aluk with Allah and hope even there may Allah have protection, may Allah protect us even in salah we are ghafil somewhere. But even if we are not ghafil, we, we connect with Allah only in the salah. How long is the salah? How long was this salah? What about the rest of the time? Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Udhuni astajib lakum, ask me I will give you. Allah did not say ask me in salah, in sujood, in tahajud, in Ask me, where? Anywhere. I am walking, I am talking, I am talking to a customer, I am driving my car, I am flying my plane, I'm whatever I am doing. Talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the beauty and, uh, and, and the rahmah of Allah and the connection that we have with Him and the, the position that He gave us. Allah did not, subhanahu wa ta'ala, did not put any 
conditions for dua. We have conditions for salah. We have conditions of tahara for salah, right? You can't just pray anyhow. You have to have wudu. Your clothes must be clean. Place must be clean, and so on. You have conditions for so for fasting. You you have to have suhoor. This this what? But for dua, no conditions. Any time. In a state of purity, impurity, what not, what not, and it makes eminent sense because wh- when do you need to call? When there is a need. So if you have a need, I said, no, no, hold on, you can't call. You first go take a bath, go to have a shower, then go wear this towel, attire, turban. What the hell? I mean, my need is gone by then. When I need to call, I need to call. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Odo hani." When, any time. But this will happen when we have a sense and ihsas of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives. Not an intellectual understanding of who is Allah, Allah is this, this. No. Insight. And the example I always give is, you know, especially if those of you who have children, may Allah give you good children and bless you with children and make them a means of khair and barakah and the coolness of your eyes, inshallah. The moment you say the word child, for somebody who has a child, He is not thinking see a child. He is thinking about his child. His, the face of his child pops up in his head. No, if you say child, if I say son or daughter, what are you thinking? You are thinking Hudayfa. You are thinking Abdul Aziz or somebody, right? <laughs> you are not thinking child. Oh, see a child. No, your 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 child. Your that it it creates emotions inside. What happens to us when we say Allah? We have to. We must think. And what happens to me when I hear the word Allah? And may Allah bless us, Abdullah. Those of us who, are, who come to the masjid, even if you come once a day, if you if you listen to the adhan, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, the name of Allah in the salah. How many times? All the takbirat has Allah. What happens to us inside? Does anything happen? <coughs> Now you might say, who said something should happen? Allah said something should happen. Inna mal mu'minun ladina, inna mal mu'minun ladina, iza zukir Allahu wajilat kulbu. Verily and truly, the moment is only that one who something happens to his heart when Allah's name is mentioned. I'm not making fatwa on anybody, but I'm saying that if I Have a heart, and the name of Allah is mentioned, and nothing is happening to my heart. Then I must think: Am I really a mu'min or not? I must ask myself. Huh? It's not a question of pointing to somebody else. Ourselves: Am I a mu'min that the name of Allah is mentioned and nothing is happening to me? That is the reason why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said: Wa atasimu bi habillahi jamian wala tafarrahu. Allah said: Hold on to the rope of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala together and do not be divided. But we find that division every day. Every day, and if you ask them, brother, that person who you hate, who you don't like, after all, he is a Muslim, no? No, he's not a Muslim. So you are pronouncing takfir on another person who said La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Okay, very good. He's not a Muslim, no problem. But in your interfaith work, you are working with a Christian. Is the Christian a Muslim? You're working with a Jew. Is the Jew a Muslim? You're working with a Hindu. Is the Hindu a Muslim? But you still work with him. You're still nice to him. You still invite him to your iftar. You still go to his to his uh, 
to his uh, church or to his synagogue and you give a speech there you are talking nicely to be what about the other this even this person whoever it is who you say is not a muslim why can't you why can't you be nice to him even though you, according to you is not a muslim because there is no taqwa there is no taqwa in the heart there is no khauf of of the anger of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in the hadith in muslim the imam ahmad if a muslim calls another muslim kafir one of them is definitely a kafir if one muslim calls another muslim a kafir one of them is definitely a kafir meaning if you call somebody a kafir and he is not a kafir then you have become a kafir but the problem is that if there is no taqwa in the heart none of this will make sense until malakul maut comes then we will know who was a muslim and who was not a muslim you will know when you see the angel that is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends us ramadan al karim la'allakum tattaqun now what is the benefit of becoming muttaqun allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said very very clearly man yattaqillaha yaj'al lahu makhraja wa yarzuqhu min haythu la yahtasi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the one who is a muttaqi the one who has taqwa of Allah Allah will extract him from his difficulties where fi dunya wal akhirah inshallah so i am having problems you are having problems maybe financial problems maybe family problems maybe marital marital problems maybe with children maybe with business maybe whatever problems what is the solution taqwa become muttaqi allah said allah will extract you from the you don't have to worry about this who will extract allah and then what did allah say see the beauty of the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa yarzuqu min haythu la yahtasib what is the need to say la yahtasib wa yarzuqu kafi no allah will give him No, Allah said He will give him from places he cannot even imagine. Allah is showing His khudrat. Allah says, "You think this is a source? No, no, no. You think this is a wall? No. This wall will open for you. That person who you thought was your enemy will become your friend. That place where you thought was a place of danger for you will become a place of safety." Kolna ya naru. Kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Allah did not put the fire out. Allah says no. Allah is not dependent on the fire to save Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah will make the same fire save Ibrahim alayhi salam. We are zuku min haysulayat tasib. One of the beautiful examples is this. Haysulayat tasib. You know, you cannot imagine. Can you imagine? Big fire is happening. The fire will. Be, Is there danger? No, no, no. It's not. It's a danger only if Allah wants it to be. If Allah wants the fire to become safety for you, Allah will keep the fire there, and the fire will save you. Allah does not put out the fire because then the people will say, "Oh, Ibrahim alayhi salam was saved because the fire went out." Eh? Listen, no, no. Fire did not go out. Fire did not go out. fire burned the burned the ropes that ibrahim alayhi salam was tied with fire is alive and well fire is doing fire's job what about ibrahim alayhi salam nothing not even a hair on his skin will not touch ibrahim alayhi salam because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qulna allah said we said ya nar directly 
taqwa so ramadan al karim comes as a as i said two two parts one is as a immersion course in taqwa for ourselves and secondly it is a meter it is for us to measure ourselves from the first of ramadan to the to the last of ramadan 29th and 30th to say how have i changed what has changed in my life this is very important right don't just fast and make iftar and go home and no measure check yourself and say what has changed in my life and you this is should be measurable we should be able to write i always tell people write down write keep on a small notebook write what changed in my life what am i doing how am i praying what is the quality of my prayer what is the quality of my relationships how am i with my parents how am i with my, my with my friends how am i with my wife and husband how am i with my children right what are the things that i used to get irritated about i good i used to get mad now i'm not getting mad alhamdulillah alhamdulillah whatever each one of us will have our own issues measure them monitor them and say how have i changed from the first of ramadan to the end of ramadan this will be a measure of whether this ramadan was beneficial for me or not because believe me the ramadan will come and go and final point to end please treat ramadan as if this will be your and my last may allah give you a long and healthy life inshallah with iman but believe me one ramadan in that life no matter how if you live a thousand years there will be one ramadan in that life which will be the last <laughs> huh? just think about the our our friends think about our friends so many of them we made salatu janaza here think about them think about your friends and relatives at home and so on in the in your home countries who were alive last ramadan and then they write did they know that last ramadan was going to be their last they didn't know so also i don't know is it, is this my ramadan my last i don't know it can be because one ramadan will be whether it is this one whether it is next one whether it is the one after 50 years we don't know but some one ramadan will be our last so what's the safety safe thing to do treat every ramadan whichever allah gives me this is my last ramadan after this i will not get so let me make the maximum out of this let me get the maximum out that's why i said spare time so plan your schedules plan your calendars whatever you are doing right do it finish it keep this ramadan free to connect with and engage with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone don't let anybody or anything interfere with that i'm not asking you to shut your shops and businesses those have to go on so let them go on but keep things you know don't expand your your work i mean keep it down keep it make yourself free and then the last 10 days of ramadan itikaf beautiful beautiful sunnah and that is the sure fire 100% sure way of getting laylatul qadr inshallah because then you are in itikaf whichever you don't have to worry about is it this night that whichever night i will have it's mine We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalla Jalaluhu to fill our hearts with His khushiyah, with His hub, with His with His az azama, and we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalla Jalaluhu to give us this Ramadan uh, with good health and iman and and uh, fursa and give us uh, afia and give us uh, free time 
and the tawfiq to use this in order to become muttaqoon we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us muttaqoon to accept our duas and to make it all easy for us wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi min rahmatika rahmatullah